Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, we've got two stories from the fashion world, one about Yeezy Gap, the other about the queer streetwear movement. The Gap recently announced that it was teaming up with rapper and fashion designer Kanye West. The co-branded Yeezy Gap line will hit stores in 2021 and feature modestly priced apparel for men, women, and children. InputMag.com news writer Ian Cervantes recently wrote about what this collaboration means for both Kanye and The Gap. Here's Ian reading an excerpt from his piece. Reducing Yeezy Gap to good or bad news is tricky. Like most things pertaining to Kanye West, it's complicated. For better or worse, Kanye is one step closer to making a, quote, paradigm shift for humanity, as he intoned in his recent GQ cover story. Or at the very least, he's one step closer to creating the perfect hoodie, ignoring the fact that the champion reverse weave already exists. Welcome back to the show, Ian. Yeah, always glad to be here. So Kanye West's history with The Gap actually goes way back, right? Yeah, he worked there long before his career ever took off, and that was kind of the subject matter of his song, Spaceship. My manager insults me again, I will be assaulting him after I fuck the manager up, then I'm gonna shorten the register up. Let's go back, back to the gap. Look at my check, wanting no scratch. So if I stole, what am I fault? Yeah, I stole. I think that's kind of endured as like one of his most relatable songs, just kind of talking about the listlessness of, of working in retail. And, you know, he specifically talked about his manager and stealing and and how like now that he's become successful like he's the type of person that a company like Gap would kind of trot out to the front of the store which is kind of funny now cuz in a way you could say that's what they're doing now so what can we expect from this Yeezy Gap partnership i think it's basically going to be more the same from what we've seen with Yeezy with you know a lot of oversized sweats and the like the difference being it's going to be a lot more affordable this time he's had this like mission to outfit humanity to to change humanity so by having his clothing available for cheap in a a mass retailer like gap he's going to be one step closer to that so reportedly gap dropped another designer telfar clemens in exchange for working with kanye what is the fallout from that a lot of people have been really disappointed telfar has been one of the breakthrough if not the breakthrough designers of the 2010s He was doing unisex clothing back in 2005, like before it ever became a buzzword and a trend. And then he has the Telfar shopping bag, which is probably the it bag right now and has been for a while. And on top of that, it seemed kind of like a natural fit because this bag was less than $300, is made of vegan leather. So for being such an it bag, it was actually very accessible. Between that and what he'd done with denim, what he'd done with graphics, it seemed like he'd be a really natural fit at Gap. And so fans of his were were really disappointed that he was dropped. So Simon Property Group is suing Gap Inc., its largest non-anchor tenant, for $66 million in missed rent. So Gap as a company is struggling. Do you think this Kanye collaboration can turn things around for them? You know, I could see it going either way at this point. It's not just Gap. We're seeing a lot of mall brands struggle. You know, we just saw J. Crew go bankrupt a, a few months ago. But as far as like a surefire bet, it seems like Kanye is probably as close to one as you can get with his name and his cachet, even for all the controversy of the last couple of years, like he's he's kind of a guaranteed sellout. But I guess we'll just see if, if financially that's enough to overcome their step backs. You can follow Ian on Twitter at Ian underscore Cervantes. 
Now on to today's second story. Pride felt different this year due in large part to the coronavirus, but nothing can slow down the queer streetwear movement. Brands like Flaunt, Trans Guy Supply, and The Fluid Project are making people look and feel good and raising funds for LGBTQAI plus organizations along the way. Hilly Lynn wrote about these fashion companies for InputMag.com. Here she is reading an excerpt from her piece. Flaunt is just one of several apparel brands that look to Pride Month in June when the LGBTQAI plus community honors the Stonewall Uprising, a series of riots that the community led in Manhattan in 1969. In the early hours of June the 28th, 1969, a routine police raid at the Stonewall Inn gave way to an uprising the likes of which New York had never seen. Fed up with decades of mounting harassment, the LGBT community in Greenwich Village rioted, bricks were thrown, buildings were set ablaze, and in the midst of this social inferno, a new kind of solidarity was born. Pride usually consists of lively parades and marches, but between COVID-19, Black Lives Matter protests, and recent murders of transgender people of color, it looks a little different in 2020. Welcome to the show, Haley. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So given all that's going on in the world, how is Pride different this year? Pride is different this year because a lot of brands were telling me the first half of the month, it's really been more about the Black Lives Matter protests. So a lot of people didn't want to put the focus on something else. So they're focusing more on the transgender community and specifically transgender people of color. We moved over here to Grand Army Plaza where there was a massive group of protesters here on the 18th straight day of protest. We saw something we hadn't seen since this movement began, talking about the fight for black trans lives. That's what Pride is focused on this year. It's more about accepting everybody. It's not just about the gay community, how a lot of people have traditionally seen it. And it's not just about celebrations and parades. Also, due to COVID, none of those parades or parties or large group gatherings are able to happen this year. So it's also just a more somber mood, a more serious mood. And it's also more about giving back to the community this year. So a lot of brands and people are just focusing on helping people in the community who are in need. So you focus on the brands Flaunt, Trans Guy Supply, and The Fluid Project in your piece. Why did you pick these three to really focus on? All of these brands were actually started by members of the community. And Flaunt was started by someone who is transgender. And he was creating clothes for people like him. And I really just enjoyed the stories behind each of these brands. Trans Guy Supply is also a company for trans men by trans men. As you mentioned in your article, that's unusual. It is. Austin, the founder of Trans Guy Supply, said that a lot of trans brands are, are run by women or they're just more in the the sex toy market or they're just over-sexualized. And he wanted to subvert this by creating a line of artful t-shirts and he's trained professionally from FIT. So he has the fashion background. He's trained in menswear and he also is spotlighting the history of the transgender community, which is something that I've never seen before. And 
I learned a lot just by talking to him about the community and he's honoring the history of transgender people, which is a huge deal because it's not something that you see in textbooks. It's not even online very much. So I thought that was really unique and very relevant, especially for what's going on today. Now that Pride is over, what's next for these brands? These brands are going to continue to give back What Flaunt has been doing since they started in 2014 is they are helping fund gender reassignment surgeries for men, women, anybody can apply, anybody over the age of 18, and they select individual applicants, and these surgeries can cost thousands of dollars, and a lot of insurances don't cover sex reassignment surgery. So Flaunt is helping fund surgeries throughout the year. They donate around 15% of proceeds. It's very empowering, and they're making a huge impact within the community. You can follow Haley on Twitter at HailToTheLind, and I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening.